All right, and we're back for another episode of Inside Sports Fantasy Football. It's Gerald Glassford coming right back at you here from Inside Sports Fantasy Football, Pop Culture Cosmos, Game Source, and the Lakers Fast Break. We truly appreciate everyone out there listening to all of our shows. And if you can, please give us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. Plus, if you can like, share, subscribe, follow, or do anything that you can support us on at Inside Sports Fantasy Football, isfantasyfootball at yahoo.com, where you can email us all your starting lineup questions, trades, anything that you want to talk about in fantasy football. Hit us up at Pop Culture Cosmos. You can hit us up at Domination Sports Nation because you got to check out that show as well. And anytime you do, it is sincerely appreciated. Well, we're back again. Had a great episode with Jason Dutch from Dig on America. I cannot thank him enough for being a part of the first episode of the season, season three of Inside Sports Fantasy Football. He did a great job breaking down his strategies and also some of the top players coming on this year in fantasy football. And it's going to be a crazy year in fantasy football because, like he said, there's a lot of players, uh, old guard and new guard, kind of mixing together. Who is going to be the most valuable in fantasy football? We'll have to wait and see. But they're back as well. The guys behind Domination Sports Nation. Again, please check it out wherever you get your podcast. It's Dom and Chris Sardieri. And Chris, my old friend, we're back again with another year of Inside Sports Fantasy Football. Another year. Thanks for having us back. I, I guess we did a decent enough job tearing the invite back from the uh, Inside Sports world. But no, in, in all seriousness, it's great to be back. The well, it's, your, it's more your world than mine, man. Yeah, allegedly. I mean, you know what? I, I guess our, our fantasy league this year will determine that, Gerald. We're happy to finally be playing against you. Oh, exactly. <laughs> indeed. I, the gauntlet has been thrown down, and we will check that out. Well, you guys kind of played against me in that fantasy basketball league, and I think you pulled it out. You, you got uh, second or third, and I got fourth, so you kind of did good there. So well done. My props to you. That's that's but, all Dom's doing. Dom, you you take the bow on that. I just I, I just observed. Okay, yeah. fair enough, fair enough. But also here is Dom Lardieri and Dominic. I just tell you what, it's just so great to have you here, my friend, back again for another year of Inside Sports Fantasy Football. Yeah, it's great to be back, and football season's finally coming along, so it's going to be great. Absolutely, it's going to be great indeed. But in the preparation leading up to that point, because the drafts are starting to happen. This week, next week, and in the not-too-distant future, as we get closer and closer to the big day, to the season opener coming up in September, we got to break down the spots, the players, and the things to watch in fantasy football in upcoming episodes. And today we're going to focus on the QB, the position I think is going to make or break your fantasy team. A lot of players out there don't prioritize quarterbacks because they think, oh, I'm just going to get a 30-point guy anytime I want. No. In today's NFL, especially in these passing leagues, a good quarterback and a great quarterback can be the difference between a one and a loss. Chris, I want to start with you first, my friend. When you're choosing a quarterback, and I discussed this with Jason Dutch, he's looking as far as the middle rounds are concerned. I'm a little bit higher and I prioritize quarterbacks just a little bit more, I believe, than what he was talking about. I also think about making sure that I have two or at least three, and I've told you this before, on my roster, just to have one in case of injury and or an attractive one as a trade target in case the pickings get a little slim. 
So I want to hear your thoughts on the QB position and how important it is to you. And Dom, I'll hear your thoughts right after on how important it is for you in the draft. I think it's extremely important. That said, uh, you're talking to two guys here who had Mahomes on both their teams last year, and we got them towards the latter portions of round one, and neither team made the playoffs. Now, I'm not going to blame Mahomes for that. What I will blame it on is that, you know, given the fact that running back depth seems to drop off or merge into this world of a rotating running back by committee with some teams. Uh, I feel as though depending on where you pick, you may want to hold off taking a quarterback in the first or second round, but that's also a function of the amount of depth that there is in the league. Now. I mean, you look at Justin Herbert, the way he produced last year, a lot of people have him very high on their draft board. You don't have to waste their first or maybe even a second round pick on someone like him. Uh, Kyler Murray had a great rookie year, for instance, and a little bit of a sophomore slump last year. I think he's still got to be ranked highly and, and you can wait around for him too. But uh, I tend to agree with you, Gerald, you, you could wait for the middle rounds that used to work once upon a time, but you, you've got to have someone that can put up a lot of points. You ideally need a top 10 QB in fantasy, in my opinion. And then you can also build depth at the running back and wide receiver position in the process. Absolutely. Again, to me, I would start even looking at it as early as the third round, or if Patrick Mahomes is there, I mean, he's very hard to resist because he does so much out there. He gets you so many points. Dominic, your thoughts on how well you or how much I should say you prioritize the quarterback position in your fantasy draft? Well, last year we got Mahomes in both of our drafts and he produced a lot of points. Like my dad said, you need running back depth and receiver depth. But I kind of like taking a quarterback early, especially with how they put up points now. Guys like Josh Allen, Lamar Jackson gets you running touchdowns. Russell Wilson, Aaron Rodgers always do well. So I would say this year, with how many good quarterbacks there are, you could wait, but I would feel like getting a good one in the second or third round or even the first round if you want to go that early too. Well, there is a lot of great quarterbacks, I think, that can propel a team forward and get you easily 300, 300-plus 300 points, depending on the league that you're in as far as overall is concerned. I want to go ahead and hit you up first. I mean, Patrick Mahomes is the standout leader still at this point in time, health-wise, of course. But who are the other two or three quarterbacks you're looking at as far as maybe not a first or second round, but really just the, the second or third quarterbacks to go, you know, quarterbacks that you might find Dom mainly in, the, let's say, the third or fourth round that are still sneaking out there that you think really can help your team? Well, I would definitely say Justin Herbert this year. He's really going to do well. And also Joe Burrow, depending on when he comes back, he had a great rookie season last year. And then, of course, it was ended from his ACL injury. But I feel like he could be a sneaky pick as well. I don't know when he'll return, but he's going to get a lot of points. And the Bengals have a better offensive line, and they got Jamar Chase in the draft. Absolutely. With those kind of outlets for him, it looks like it's going to be a, a much better year. And I know Justin Herbert is going up high in a lot of projected analysis in regards to where he stands. He's firmly now entrenched in the top 10 as far as quarterbacks are concerned. I still look at individuals such as Josh Allen, who just signed that sweet seven-year contract, Chris. And you know, he does a lot of things out there that surprises a lot of people. He did last year. Can he do it again? I think he can. I don't know if he'll put up the ridiculous amount of points that he did in 2020, but I think he's got to be 
you know, just below that Mahomes tier, you know, whether you've seen some draft boards may have him as anywhere between second and fourth ranked quarterback. And I think that's fair. Frankly, I, I like him better than Lamar Jackson. Um, as I mentioned earlier, I'm always a value guy. I think Murray might slip a little. And if you can get him, I think he'll rebound. And let's not forget about one of your favorite all-time fantasy quarterbacks, Aaron Rodgers. He's back. He's happy in Green Bay. He's got something to prove again. People don't think he'll put up the numbers he did last year, but even if he isn't, he doesn't do that. I'll take it. And then another guy who faded last year is always a reliable source of QB points, Russell Wilson. I don't like necessarily the Seahawks as a team on the field this year in terms of playoff contention, but uh, Wilson's going to be throwing the ball a lot. And if he could stay on his feet, I, I think he'll always get you some points. And that's something I spoke about on the first episode with the emphasis on Russell Wilson and the fact if he can have some kind of blocking. And I'll tell you what, with just Jason Dutch and I were going back and forth on it, and I think it came to the point is we're still not sure about the offensive line, but it did lead to a second-half tail-off for him. But, my gosh, if you're still getting 40 touchdowns and 13 interceptions, I'll take that trade off almost any time. Absolutely. I mean, it may be a bad year for Russell Wilson, but not if you're a fantasy owner and you've got, you really have to separate the two. That's key. Absolutely. Agreed. And then I want to ask you this, is there anyone else out there, Dom, that you think is going to be a top quarterback, a top 10? I mean, Tom Brady is still out there. Do you think he still has the kind of magic, you know, after the Super Bowl winning season? I mean, a lot of people are talking about Ryan Tannehill as someone who will actually fulfill a lot of that potential that he was going to do or actually look like he was going to do after that nice playoff run that he had. What are your thoughts on that? And is there anyone else that's sticking out to you at this point in time? Well, I'll say one quarterback, and that's Matthew Stafford. He's with the Rams now. He got out of Detroit. I feel like he can have a breakout year, and Sean McVay is a great coach, and he runs a great offense. And they also are going to be passing a lot more now, so you're going to get those passing touchdowns with Cam Akers tearing his Achilles. So usually they'll be a run-first offense, and now they're going to be throwing a lot more. So Stafford will definitely be getting those points off of those touchdown passes. We'll be right back with more fantasy football. Check out what's been going on with the Pop Culture Cosmo Show and the PCC Multiverse. My last movie that I saw in the theaters was The Last Skywalker. I know, condolences to me. Wow, man. Right. I I just had talked about that and I completely forgot that I saw that movie. Yes. That doesn't speak great things about it, I suppose. That's the Pop Culture Cosmo Show. And the PCC Multiverse. Catch our shows on Worldwide Radio seven days a week and wherever you get your podcasts. One of the things I wanted to ask you guys, and I appreciate you guys staying on. Once again, I'm on with Chris and Dom Laudieri, the guys behind the Domination Sports Nation. You got to go ahead and check it out today, wherever you get your podcasts. I wanted to ask you this, Chris. I mean... I know you You guys have been so wanting to go ahead and see a New York Giants quarterback succeed since the days of Eli Manning and his roller coaster ride that you were always on with him. Daniel Jones has yet to live up to that expectations. Does he do it this year, or do you need to go ahead and move into a different direction? I mean, he's got the weapons around him. They paid a ton of money to bring in Kenny Galladay, so he's got a top-tier wide receiver now. Dave Gettleman seems to think he's got the offensive line fixed, but I I don't think he's an everyday starting fantasy quarterback now. 
my tactic is to make sure you've always got a good backup, much like you alluded to earlier. And I, I think Jones could be someone where you'd want to stash him on your bench. There is that potential year. He could have a huge year, but I'm not willing to go out on a limb and say, I'm going to wait till the eighth, 10th round and pick him. He's my number one. Uh, fantasy football is not about that. This isn't the stock market, but that said, he either puts up or shuts up this year. And I mean, he's shown some flashes of brilliance and then the turnovers just completely sabotage the game's, where he really looks like he's developing and he's going to be a, a star QB. So too erratic for me right now, but I think he's worth taking a flyer on the bench, especially given the, let's face it, the NFC East is completely weak this year, especially on the defensive side of the ball. Yeah. I know the Redskins, uh, excuse me, the Washington football team, I'm showing my age here, uh, has an excellent defense, but they don't, it doesn't look like to me they've improved on the offensive side of the ball. I think that's going to put a lot of strain on them this year. I want to ask you, Dom, on this, the rookie quarterbacks, and I'll get with you on this as well, Chris. I mean, there's a ton of rookie and second-year quarterbacks that are now going to play prominent roles for their teams. I mean, you've got everyone from Zach Wilson, obviously Trevor Lawrence, who is the number one pick this year. You've also got second-year quarterbacks like Tua Tagovailoa, and then, of course, you had Joe Burrow after that devastating knee injury. He looks to be bouncing back. So I want to hear your thoughts on this, guys, because first off, Dom, I mean, so much more of an emphasis on the quarterback position, especially in a pass-happy league like we have now. I mean, these guys in their first and second years are going to go out and they're demanding, and we're expecting as fantasy owners a lot more. Yeah, I already have high hopes for Burrow, and I know Zach Wilson's on the Jets, so I don't have a lot of faith in him, and I don't know if he has a lot around him. And, of course, you have Trevor Lawrence, too. He has Urban Meyer as his coach, and I think he'll do well this year. We may have a Joe Burrow type year where he had a good year last year up until he got injured. So I, I have high hopes for Trevor Lawrence, and especially if you're looking for a good backup in the later rounds that are worth picking up. Well, I agree with you on that. I mean, that if he's there and he's available, that would be a really nice pickup for you right there. Chris, I mean, your thoughts on a lot of these young guys that are now hitting the quarterback position because a lot of these teams, it's not just one or two out there. We're now seeing quite a number of these teams, around 10 to 12 teams, are going to be fielding young, very young quarterbacks in their first, second, or third season. Yeah, definitely the wave of the future. With the rookies this year, I've got to agree with Dom. If there is one that will stand out, it's Lawrence. And I immediately think of Burrow, too, just because he's playing on a weak team, but he's going to have options to throw the ball. Myers definitely uh, the right coach for him in that sort of a system in the NFL. I, I mean, we'll see how he makes the jump from college. But again, someone maybe you stash on your bench like we did with the team last year with Burrow. I do think that there's nothing wrong like in previous seasons dating myself here. I've been playing fantasy well over 20 years where you'd be crazy to draft a rookie quarterback or a second year guy. Uh, I think that stigma's passed and there's plenty of opportunity for that. You can even look at someone like, if you really want to take a reach and a flyer, everything I read out of 49ers camp is they think that Kyle Shanahan's grooming Trey Lance to eventually be the starter later in the year. If you've got the depth there, I mean, watch what he does in the preseason, but they he's got a lot of weapons around him. That's a contending team if they stay healthy. Uh, maybe that's someone to keep your eye on later in the season, or if you know, you've got deep roster spots, like you mentioned, stashing total of three QBs. That might be someone to keep your eye on too. But again, pay attention. Don't just go off of what the reporters say in practice. Absolutely, my friend. And you've got to go ahead and make sure you keep an eye on it. 
But guys, before we hand on out, the one last thing I want to ask you on when it comes to quarterbacks, and we talked about where you guys prioritize them. We talked about the top quarterbacks. We've also talked about who are some of the young quarterbacks that are going to make a presence in the league. But last but certainly not least are some of the under-the-radar picks that could make or break your team. Like for those leagues, like I was in a sleeper league last year that I was able to go ahead and utilize two quarterbacks to go ahead and start every game. And that to me was awesome and a big bonus until Dak Prescott got hurt. So I kind of panicked, but I had thought maybe I was going to go ahead in the draft and go ahead and pick a third quarterback. And I ended up doing so in Kirk Cousins. And Kirk Cousins had a career year, fortunately for me, as I skyrocketed to the top of my league in that sleeper league. So I want to hear your thoughts, my friend. If there's any under-the-radar quarterback or quarterbacks, who would you be looking to pick up maybe with a late-round draft pick that might help your team? So Dom hit on Stafford, and I know the the loss of Cam Akers is going to be huge, but let's face it, that's Sean McVay's handpicked successor to Jared Goff. He cut bait on Goff fairly quickly, so I don't know if he's necessarily under the radar, but the stigma has been he's not that great. He's overrated. He played with the Lions, so he's kind of a pseudo under the radar one for me. Uh, I'm going to go out on a limb here, and you'll probably think I'm crazy given his history in Philadelphia, but if, and it's a big if, Carson Wentz can come back to start the season. I feel like he's in the right situation. Frank Wright got the best out of him when he was uh, his coordinator in Philly. Uh, he's got so, you know Taylor at running back, Pittman at wide receiver, a lot of young talent around him. If you're willing to suck it up and uh, potentially ignore any sort of the verbal chatter you get from your fellow mates in the draft room, um, Wentz might be someone that if he is healthy – could produce this year. I'm not saying he's a starting quarterback, but as a number two quarterback, that's someone to keep your eye on. But, you know, I'm not a doctor, so gun to my head, I think I'd rather take a flyer on Stafford than I would Wentz right now just because I think uh, no questions about his health. And, frankly, Dom and I went down to Rams camp in Irvine this summer, and he looks good. He throws a, throws a nice ball. So uh, we're doing the eye test here. Any last thoughts, Dom, on any surprises under the radar quarterbacks that you really think might stand out or might at least maybe not to get to a QB1 status, but be there in a pinch for you on those bye weeks that you really think can produce for you? Well, I'll have to go with another quarterback that got out of a terrible franchise, and that's Sam Darnold. He's with the Panthers. He's got Christian McCaffrey around him, DJ Moore and Robbie Anderson. Look for him to have a bounce back year maybe, and he's going to do well with the Panthers, I feel like. Well, that's could be a very good selection right there for you. Very insightful. Once again, it's Chris and Dom Lardieri of the Domination Sports Nation. Please go ahead and check out their show wherever you get your podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Spotify. They're all there. Want to go ahead and make sure you check out Domination Sports Nation. I'm going to throw something out of the range, a little bit different. I'm going to throw Derek Carr out there as someone, as a backup that you might be interested in. I know Kirk Cousins. You're looking for him to repeat the same magic twice. I'm not so sure that's possible, given the fact that he's not vaccinated. If he picks up COVID, you never know what's going to happen there. But, yeah, that's neither here nor there. I'm going to say that if if somebody I know that might actually make a difference as a backup quarterback, Chris, what do you think about Derek Carr? Yeah, I've been with you in previous years. I think it's worth taking a flyer on him. He's another guy. If he if he doesn't put up or shut up this year, he could easily be traded. I mean, there was buzz when Aaron Rodgers was going through his pseudo holdout that uh, – 
the Raiders would be a potential landing spot and they would send Carr back to the Packers. My comment on that is not so much an indictment on Carr as it is John Gruden and Mike Mayock. I don't know if he's got the talent around him. I know they've taken flyers on young wide receivers that haven't panned out yet. The offensive line always seems to be in flux, but on paper, I like your logic, but frankly, I just think Gruden's overrated, and I don't think that team has a talent on either side of the ball right now that would help serve Carr. I mean, we've seen flashes of brilliance from him, but a lot of times he either resorts to the checkdowns or forcing the ball and getting turnovers. So uh, I'm a little bit more bearish on Carr than you are, but I like where your head's at. It's just, uh, you know, John Gruden, knock if you're with me, doesn't really inspire me as a fantasy owner. (laughs) At least we have... A nice, shiny new stadium that's cost us a lot of money to the taxpayers. <laughs> so take that for what you will. But it looks nice. Looks like a nice Death Star. I really like the look of it. I can't, I can't deny that. I agree. We may be headed to the replay booth, but we'll be right back with Inside Sports Fantasy Football. For the latest news and information, analysis and opinions on the Los Angeles Lakers and the NBA... Check out the Lakers Fast Break podcast today on wherever you get your podcasts. Dom, Chris, before we head on out, and if you got any notes of wisdom, we'll go ahead and share that. But last thing is, is there one quarterback you will advise anyone, even your worst fantasy enemy, to stay away from? So, Dom, I want to hear hear you up on that. For me, I think I'm going to have to go with, uh, if he's there, I'm going to pass on him every single time is Jameis Winston because Jameis Winston, I don't think is going to be able to get out of the interception funk anytime soon. I just think that's something that he's a gunslinger. And unfortunately that's going to mean like 17 touchdowns to 17 interceptions to me or something comparable to that. Your thoughts, Dom, on one quarterback to avoid that, you know, is going to be out there in the middle of the drafts. Well, I'll have to say Ben Roethlisberger. I don't have any faith in him anymore. He's old, and he he has enough weapons around him. They have Najee Harris now. I feel like they'll try to utilize him more, but I just think he's coming back for one last season, and the the Steelers, I, after this, it's do or die for them this year, and I don't think Ben Roethlisberger will perform, and you saw that terrible wild card game. The offense couldn't do anything, and their defense looked pretty bad too. I like the Ben Roethlisberger one because if you can't do it with that kind of offense now, then yeah, it might be time, might be all said and done, which is hard to say when you've got a 42 plus year old quarterback that's still running around winning Super Bowl titles. But Chris, is there any one quarterback, you know, you and Dom are choosing, you and Dom are in a league, you and Dom are competing for a title, that there's one quarterback that's going to be out there in your face on the draft night that you are definitely going to avoid. Yeah, this may sound a little harsh, but having watched Hard Knocks, I'd say Dak Prescott. And look, the guy's got talent. I'm not going to deny him that. He's got a ton of weapons on that side of the ball. But just looking at his ankle scar and seeing already how the Cowboys trainers consulting uh, major league uh, baseball teams to see if this injury is similar to what their pitchers are facing during the season, that worries me. And I don't know if he's going to have the same mobility. That was a brutal injury. I know he can bounce back from it, but like the only real kind of uh, light bulb moment of that episode is when he told us he went under a knife a second time and kept it all under wraps. That's not a good sign for me. I know he's running around in camp, but 
Um, just feel like between the arm and the ankle, too many physical question marks. He may end up having a nice season, but it's not a risk I want to take as a fantasy owner when you have so much depth at the position. Well, guys, it's been great having you on here, but Dom, any last thoughts or any last advice? I mean, you guys are going to be back. We'll be talking about the you know various positions coming up in fantasy football, but any quick advice you have for people out there in their upcoming drafts? I will say you got to draft a lot of quarterbacks. Last year, the running backs were really needed. They kept dropping like flies with injuries and expect the quarterbacks to be like that this year. You don't know with COVID and how it's getting bad again, but you got to get a lot of them, whether it's the young quarterbacks or getting a veteran like Tom Brady, you got to utilize the quarterback position. Chris, any advice for anybody out there before we head on out? Yeah, um, first and foremost, don't draft until later in the month or even after Labor Day. In case you haven't paid attention, there is a bye week. There's only three preseason games for almost every team this year. So there's going to be that week where teams will have off right before the season starts, and you can easily do your draft that weekend. In addition, I, I mentioned earlier, you've got to get running backs. I'm not saying you have to reach, but Dom hit the nail on the head between injuries and revolving door situations with teams you, you got to make sure you've got running backs and honestly playing this game long enough you just got to build depth at every position just because there's a run on running backs doesn't mean you have to go reach and take one start snapping up wide receivers so in a way you got to be a little bit of a contrarian not follow the lead and look for value where you can find it and then finally the importance of the tight end I feel like when we've got a great tight end, that really helps. It's up there with having a great quarterback. And there are some elite tight ends. You know, you've got the Kelseys and the Kittles of the world, for instance. If you can get them, you've got to think about the the point production they put up at that annoying fantasy position. Nothing against tight ends, but as we know, if you don't end up with an elite one, you're stuck with some of these middle to lower the road guys that get you five points a week, and it's frustrating when your kicker's outscoring them. Great advice right there for you guys. It is Chris and Dom Lardieri. From the Domination Sports Nation, that is D-O-M dash in nation, Sports Nation. You got to go ahead and check it out. So are there any upcoming shows in your near future? There are. We're on a bit of a summer break. Dom, uh, you know, getting back to a little bit of reality, played summer basketball. But our most recent show, we talked about what we did this summer, including trips to Yankee Stadium and Petco Park in San Diego. And we'll be recording another new one this week. Dom, what do you think besides Hard Knocks? What, what else do you uh have on the agenda for our latest show definitely looking at baseball the yankees with their brutal loss tonight the field of dreams game was interesting but uh football as well it's getting closer and closer now and dom i mean you how about how about your your boy Giannis? uh we we talked about him in the last episode dom's been a a huge Giannis fan he's now got his sneakers so uh some vindication there because he's been touting the Bucks for a while, and they finally won it all. So uh, we've got to tip our hat to him on that, too. So check out what they're doing today at the Domination Sports Nation podcast. You can get it wherever you get your podcasts. Does driving by a stadium every day, does that count? Does that count? <laughs> Why not? Okay, I'm just, I'm just checking. I I'm just, I'm just want to know. I mean, we're... We're about ready to go ahead and christen it and open it up for Raiders games here for in the not-too-distant future by the time you hear this. In fact, it will already be done, the first one. So just looking forward to seeing some crowds, hopefully staying safe, being part of the NFL experience once again. As we get closer and closer, please heed to the advice of Chris and Don Lardieri. If you have any questions for us, you can go ahead and hit us up, isfantasyfootball.com 
at yahoo.com or inside sports ff on twitter that's inside sports ff on twitter or is fantasy football at yahoo.com with all your lineup draft any questions that you have i'll throw up by the guys remember i have jason dutch from dig on america and kristen dom from domination sports nation i can ask either of them or give you my own winning advice we've all won leagues we've all go ahead and want to give you the best advice possible right here at inside sports fantasy football so for chris lardieri and dom lardieri this is not gerald lardieri it's gerald glassford but i tell you what guys it's been great having you on once again i look forward to many more episodes right here at inside sports fantasy football.